Psalm 67. While you turn to Psalm 67, I'd like to just share with you a passage of Scripture back in Numbers chapter number 6. Numbers chapter number 6, you'll see in a moment, uh, is very similar to the first verse of Psalm 67 that we're about to read. Psalm, Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, the Bible says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make His face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up His countenance upon them and give thee peace. And they shall put My name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. That's a great passage of Scripture. You're down and you're discouraged. Uh, you're struggling. Uh, maybe you're uh, feeling a little lonely or uh, you need a, a, the Word of God just to stir up your heart and put a smile back on your face. It's a great passage of Scripture to turn to. But here in, the, in Psalm 67... God goes beyond and gives us the purpose of the blessing. See here in Psalm, in Numbers chapter 6, is, you know, Lord bless thee, the Lord keep thee, make his face to shine upon thee, and be gracious unto thee. Doesn't that sound great? Wouldn't that be a wonderful thing, uh, to, uh, to live in that kind of an experience and to receive the blessings of God in our lives? That's, that's a wonderful thing. But God goes now in Psalm 67 and takes us from number 6 and He gives us the reason for all of these blessings and His face shining upon us and why He's keeping us and all of these different things. Here in Psalm 67, we find the purpose of the blessings. See, we see here, first of all, this morning, why God wants to bless us. Let's look at verse number 1 of Psalm 67. It says, God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause His face to shine upon us. Selah. Amen. That last word there just simply means stop here. Let's pause. Let's meditate uh, upon these verses, these words here in this verse of Scripture. And he's asking here that God would be merciful, that God would bless, and that God would cause His face to shine upon us. Amen. And uh, what, a, again, a great thing. Now, we sometimes, again, we think so humanly. We think so secularly. So we have... Great needs, and you know, it can be anything, not just financial, but any area of our life we might have a need. And we treat God like He's up in heaven with a dollar. And we say, God, can I have a penny? Well, just please, God, if I'd have a penny, I'd be okay. Right? And we, we treat God like He doesn't have much to share with all of us. And because of that, many times, we don't pray this prayer. And God wanted the children of Israel to pray this prayer. God wanted to bless the children of Israel. Uh, God wanted them to have uh, plenteous. He, he wanted them to have health. He wanted them to have children. He wanted them to have prosperous farms. He wanted the children of Israel to be prosperous, to be blessed, to be happy. And there's nothing wrong with that. Amen. There's nothing wrong with us as Christians to say, God bless us. May your face shine upon us. Be, be merciful on, unto us. Because we all understand that if we really got what we deserve from God, we wouldn't be getting many blessings. Amen? So we need God's mercy. And we want God's blessing. We want His face to shine upon us. Uh, we just want all of those things. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't be afraid to ask God. And, and think in your mind right now the blessings of God that 
you would love to receive today. Some some of you young people here might want the blessing of marriage, amen. And uh, you want a, a, a husband or you want a wife, right? Uh, you want to get kids. You want to uh, you want to go uh, and and experience all of those things. And nothing wrong with that. Saying God bless me with the with the spouse that you have for me, and God God give us children. And some of you, uh, I know. So, there's probably some here that have even left your home country to come to Canada because you wanted better. You wanted God to bless. You wanted uh, to be able to bring your children somewhere where they could have uh, maybe something a little better than what we had at home. Uh, my family moved from the Netherlands and came to Canada. They And uh, they moved here right after World War II and Europe had been devastated. And they came to Canada for a new life and they wanted to get married here and have their children here and, and uh, ha- let us experience the blessings of Canada and all the prosperity here. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with saying, God, uh, bless us and God, prosper us and, and help us to get a good education and help us to get good jobs and help us to make good money and help my, us to have children and help us to have uh, you know, a wonderful family. And, and God bless and And we think of all the things and areas of where God can bless us. And there's so many things that that we could think of that would make our life so wonderful, wouldn't it? Uh, and make our life so great. Uh, and, uh, and just make time on this earth such a precious thing. But God tells us in verse number 2 why He wants to bless us. That thy way may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among all nations. Here in Psalm 67, we find the deeper meaning behind God's blessings. That those, uh, that through those that God has blessed, others will in turn be blessed with the salvation that God gives. And so there's nothing wrong with saying, God bless us with children. And you know what one of the greatest blessings of children are? That you now have not just two of you to serve God. In my case, we have five. All right, and uh, now our five has turned to eight with uh, uh, with marriage, and I guess you could say we're up to ten point two. Amen. If you count grandkids, all right, and uh, amen. God's blessing our family. And you know what my kids have done over the years? They have set up millions of chairs for church services. They've sent, handed out millions of flyers and and gospel literature, and uh, they have set up uh, church so many times, and they've been so involved. And many of you could say the same thing that you have kids, and God's blessed you with kids, and you know. One of the greatest blessings of having kids is not that they can become a brain surgeon and take care of you in your old age. All right, that's not the main reason that God wants to bless you with kids. God wants to bless us with kids so that there'll be more people to tell people about Jesus Christ. We can reach the world. And then one of the things, there's nothing wrong with asking God. God bless us financially. God uh, give us an increase financially. But the, the problem we have today and. You look around the GTA, and we were talking about this the other day, how, you know, my parents, my dad could work and provide for his family. And you say, well, that's that's impossible. You can't do that in Toronto, Brother Russ. That's an impossibility. It cannot happen for one person to work, and uh, unless he's a brain surgeon, all right, and, uh, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and provide for the whole family. Well, one of the reasons for that is we all understand the principle of supply and demand. And the thing is, back in the day, all right, my, my dad is number 17 of 19 kids. You know what you got for your 18th birthday? An escort to the front door, amen? All right. Next! All right. And uh, I, I tell you, he showed me the house that they grew up in. We, the, the people who own it now, let us come in and, and see it. 
And, and I tell you, they were stacked like cordwood in there. And uh, you're thinking, how on earth could you live like that? Well, today, every child has to have their own bedroom, their own computer, their own iPad, their own iPhone, uh, their own television in the room. And if you don't do that, you're an abusive parent, right? And uh, uh, that's one of the problems we had today. God is blessing us, and we're taking those blessings and we're looking at what we can get out of it and what we can receive out of it. And listen, I'm not opposed if you have a, a nice car, if you go on a vacation or you have a nice home. I'm not opposed to that. But we're asking God, God, will you bless us? Will you bless us financially? Will you bless me with good health? Well, why do we want to have good health? So we can go to work and make money. Well, God wants to give you good health so you can get out there and share the gospel with other people. God wants you to have good health so yes, you can go to work and make good money and then give to world evangelism or give to your local church or uh, be able to help buy gospel literature to get it out into this community. It's not just all about us. It's not all about me. It's what we can receive from God so that we can be a blessing to others, that we can reach others and we can reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. God wants to bless us. But so often we think humanly and we think of all the blessings, how wonderful it would be to be able to go on vacation four times a year anywhere in the world. And oh, how nice it would be to buy a brand new Cadillac Escalade every two years. And oh, how nice it would be to buy $3,000 custom tailored suits and all of these kind of things. And we, we take the blessings of God and we focus on ourselves and what we can receive from those blessings instead of thinking, why does God want to bless Rick Rust? Why does God want to bless you? Why does God want to bless your family? And why do you want to receive those blessings? Again, I'm not opposed to you raising your kids with, and you know, feeding them well and giving them a good education. I'm not opposed to those things. And God's not opposed to those things. Obviously, He wanted the children of Israel uh, to be prosperous and and uh, you know and and be able to have productive farms and and different businesses and so forth. He wasn't opposed to that. But God wants to bless us. God wants to cause His face to shine upon us. God wants to use the local church. God wants to use His people so that the rest of the world can see from us their need of a Savior and come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. We are blessed by God in order to bless others. They should see that our God, the God of the Bible, the God of the psalmist, the God of Abraham, is the one true God. Amen? And so we want God's blessing. We want God to shine His face upon us. We want to have that close relationship with Him. We ought to want God's blessing upon our children so that our children love Him and are drawn to Him. But all of this comes so that we have a close walk and a close love and a close relationship with God so that we can be involved with reaching this world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen? And we're not just, again, talking about finances and giving and your faith promise. We're talking about having your kids serve the Lord. And again, many times, you know, we've we've heard this for many years. Uh, you know, the World War II generation say, well, you know, we don't want our kids to go through this. We want We want better. And then the baby boomer said, well, you know, we, we struggled. You know, the baby boomers were the first kids after the war and, and we want better for our kids. And then the Gen Xers come along and, you know, they are starting to have good things, but, you know, it can get better. So we want better. And now we have the millennials. Amen. That's where, this is where it's kind of keeping taking us. Amen. It's better and better and better. Well, where does it end? 
you know, what is it going to be? Is it going to be a generation where you just lay in bed all day and the rest of the world just kind of happens, right? Uh, uh, you know, God wants to bless us, but it's not just for us. It's not just so that we can do better, but that we can reach others. Amen. He goes on in verse number four. Uh, in uh, well, Let's read verse number three uh, first here. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. So he's telling them that they would be known among all the nations and that all the people of the world would praise thee. Amen. Wouldn't that be a great thing that people around this world are praising God and worshiping the Lord because God blessed us. They accepted Christ and now they are praising Him. They, he goes on in verse number four. It says, Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. See, he wants to be a blessing to the nations. Israel is asking for God's salvation to go to the Gentile when they sing this song. Alright, so again, this was something that they would sing on a regular basis. And remember, the, the Jewish people, God's chosen people, the nation of Israel, every time they sang this psalm, they were saying that they wanted to see the Gentile nations brought to Christ. Now think about that. They, many of the Jewish people at that time called Gentiles dogs, right? They were their adversaries. The Gentiles hated the Jews and many of the Jews hated the Gentiles. Uh, we know from history that the nation of Israel was supposed to uh, reach the world around them and bring them in, uh, in, in uh, into, uh, into Judaism and into temple worship and all that stuff. They were supposed to bring them in and bring them into a knowledge of God, and they didn't do it. They, they focused on themselves. They focused on just who they were. But yet they were saying, God, may all the nations praise Thee. They're saying we want the Jewish people to praise you, or the Gentile people. In other words, we want the Gentiles to come to know you. And may we say, pray that prayer on a regular basis that God bless us so that all the nations may praise thee. And wouldn't that be a wonderful thing that through this Faith Promise Missions Conference, again, as you're sending missionaries out, as you're giving out of your missions dollars, that around the world the gospel is being presented. Around the world on this day, because of Mississauga International Baptist Church, there are missionaries serving around the world that are sharing the gospel. And boys and girls and moms and dads are coming to know Christ as their Savior. Maybe somebody who was uh, raised in Islam has come to know Christ as their Savior. Maybe somebody who's raised in Hinduism. Uh, and uh, I know people that have served in those areas and they talk about how difficult it can be sometimes. And, and even when a young lady gets saved and baptized in India, or a young man gets saved and baptized in India, their, their own family will turn their back on them and hate them and despise them for doing that. But yet the young man, that young lady, comes to know Christ as their Savior. And we see another generation of someone that will know Christ and be able to share the gospel with somebody else. Because why? We prayed and asked God to bless us, and God blessed us, and we were able to give. And because we gave, we we sent missionaries around the world so they can know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. See, God desires the nations to bless Him again, as He says in verse 5, Let the people praise Thee, O God. Let all the people praise Thee. It is the desire of God for all the peoples of the earth. It is God's desire that everyone around this globe 
will lift up the name of Jesus Christ. We all know the sad ending of reality of life that one day every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. The sad fact is that that group of people that are bowing and confessing have rejected Jesus Christ as their Savior. And we know the end result is they'll be cast for eternity into the lake of fire. And what a sad truth that that is. And it's a sad reality that someday that that's going to take place. But until that day comes, it is God's desire for every one of them. He doesn't want them to bow at that point. He doesn't want them to confess at that point. He wants them to bow now. He wants them to confess now. He wants them to praise Him now. He wants them to come and have a relationship with them now. See, your righteousness in Christ is meant to bless the nations. But what do we need to do? We need to follow God's plan in verse number 6. Then shall the earth yield their increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear Him. See, we must praise God for His provision. God will bless us as we share the blessings. You know, sometimes a church like this will say, you know, Brother Rust, we don't have a, a lot of things. All right? We don't have a lot of money. Toronto's a very expensive area. How are we going to be involved with church planting in the GTA? And um, I usually say to them, I, I'll ask them, well, do you have any children? And, uh, and let me ask you here as, as a congregation, how many of you, when you had your first child, had your house paid for, $100,000 in the bank, cars paid for, and their education all covered? Nobody? Right? Man, when we had kids, <laughs> I literally said, when Nathan was born, I held him and I thought to myself, what have I done? Because <laughs> at that point it hit me, I had to provide for this person. My wife now having a baby is going to stay home, and it was just me. Hallelujah. All right? And I'm not a brain surgeon. All right? So uh, I'm not making that kind of money. And, and then we had another one, and we had another one. And, you know, we've never had $100,000 in our bank account. And, and uh, you know, we, we've never had uh, uh, the, the house paid for or the car paid for. You know, we've never had all of those kind of things. And God has just kept blessing and blessing and blessing. We just trusted Him and by faith. And I look back now, all three kids of mine are, are grown up. They were always fed. They always had clothes on their back. They were educated. They're all married. Praise God, I don't have to pay for anything anymore. Amen. They're gone. But, uh, you know, God took care of it all. And we sometimes, again, think so humanly, but God wants to bless us so that all the peoples of the earth will praise Him. So we need to remind ourselves that we need to ask God for His blessing and ask God to bless us with with our children. But He blesses us with children, so maybe God might call one of them out to go out and serve in the mission field or to be a church planter or to be a pastor someday. God, give us health. Why? So that we can use our health to serve You. God, give us wealth. Why? So that we can use our wealth to serve You and to reach others with the gospel of Jesus Christ. But I like what it says here in verse number 7. God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth. Now, usually when we think of verse number 7, we think Canada 
and Timbuktu. All right. And so you got Timbuktu. That's in Africa. It's a real place. All right. Uh, and, and so you got uh, Timbuktu over there in Africa. Or you think of Australia. You know, they need missionaries in Australia. Right. And, and you think of China. It'd be great to send missionaries to China and, and, and to reach people there. And, and I know people that have served in Russia near Siberia. Amen. Talk about the ends of the earth. The Russians send their bad people to Siberia, amen? And so uh, uh, you got a missionary that voluntarily went there, all right? That, to me, would be the ends of the earth, all right? You think of your coldest day in the winter here, that summer over there, all right? And uh, uh, it, it's just craziness. He literally told me that it's safer to buy meat on the street in the, that part of Russia in the winter because the grocery stores, the, the cooling system goes out all the time, so the meat thaws and freezes, thaws and freezes. Out on the street, it's always frozen. Amen? And so that is the ends of the earth. You know what we don't think of the end of the earth as? Another part of Mississauga or Brampton are right here. You know, when we started our church in Oakville, I was raising funds to, you know, to, for support. And I, the, the, the saying I used, the motto I said was, reaching the world through Toronto. Now, do you think I was exaggerating by saying you could reach the world through Toronto? And then I, I met a gentleman here this week from Haiti. Right? Uh, people in Toronto from everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. And uh, I'm looking forward to the food tonight. Amen. I have always one request. Just don't tell me what's in it. Amen. And, uh, but I will eat all of it. Amen. I'll look forward to that. And, uh, but you know, the, the ends of the earth are right here. And we need to see many churches. I looked up just Malton area. And just Malton area alone could use more than one independent Baptist church. Amen. For the size it is. But you think of the rest of Mississauga. You think of Brampton. Uh, you, you, you think of Etobicoke, you think of all the other areas around here that need to know Jesus Christ as their Savior, need churches there, need the gospel, and, and need to, to hear the same message that you get to hear every week, and to hear the same gospel, and to have the same relationship with Jesus Christ that you get to have all the time. Folks, God wants to bless you. But what are you thinking of as Blessings. Retirement at age 55. Remember the old commercial, some of you, Freedom 55, right? Uh, at 55, you retire. I have a brother who did that, and uh, I just don't get that, all right, at 55, why you want to sit in a lawn chair, but he, he enjoys that. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of a mentality, and many times we think that's what it would be like. Remember one of the lotteries here in Ontario says, imagine the freedom, right? Somebody canoeing in a, uh, paddling a canoe, right, by a cottage, and that's what we think of the blessings of God. That I, oh, I could have a beautiful cottage up in the Muskokas and fish every day and just relax and read my Bible by the crystal lake in the morning. And again, hallelujah. God bless you, something like that. Enjoy it. But listen, God wants to bless so that the ends of the earth would know Jesus Christ as their Savior. The people across the street and the people in China would come to know Christ as their Savior. May God use Miss Saga and the National Baptist Church and bless this church. May His face shine upon this church. May He be merciful unto this church so that the people of MIBC will reach the ends of the earth with the gospel of Jesus Christ 
and that folks would be saved around this world. Let us pray.